Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, last podcast, we talked about very interesting subject regarding have we really understood exactly what Israel faced in really taking on the law and uh, if you didn't listen to it I would encourage you to to go back and to click in you can find them on our website reconnectingministries.org romans911.org or on the uh, Charisma Podcast Network or Spotify or any of the other podcast networks. But something, I tell you, there's something quite unique and even hard for us to comprehend and put into words between the suffering of Mashiach, of Christ, and the suffering of the firstborn of Israel, that no other people have been called to endure. And I don't know about you, but as a believer in Yeshua, in Jesus, and aware of my sinful nature, I would much rather be born and be alive under the new covenant than under the Mosaic law. You know, there's this uh, incredible... Uh, um, artistic a rendering in southern Israel called the Fountain of Tears. There's also one in Poland and that this this uh, this man has put together um, just an incredible piece of art related to uh, the suffering of Israel and uh, its connection to to Yeshua. And um, our worship and watchman this past year actually visited around the Fountain of Tears. Now, we take groups not on tours, but we take groups to go to support and bless the prayer houses and pray with it, both believing Jewish and believing Arab prayer houses in the land of Israel. And I have to tell you, and so we, we visit a different prayer house every day, and there's some incredibly unique things that happen in the spirit when we're on this particular mission. But in this last mission that the group was on, um, by far everyone spoke out that connecting to the Fountain of the Tears really brought home for them this place of, of suffering that the Jewish people 
have been through that is in a way similar to the suffering of, of Mashiach, of Christ. Um, Isaiah cries out at this time, in this modern day, comfort, comfort my people, says your God, and speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord double for all her sins. It actually says from the Lord's hand, double for all of her sins. And I'm not suggesting either that we compromise for their humanity, but rather that we would have more compassion and understanding for the plight and the journey that the Jewish people have been on and what they have suffered, not just for themselves as we've discovered, but also for the rest of us in facing the law, in bringing sin into account, which had to happen first before Yeshua could come. My friend in Israel, Arnie Klein, puts this brilliantly. God loved the rest of us so much that he chose the least amount of people to have to face the law for the rest of us. Wow, it certainly puts a different light on this issue. And this understanding should help change our perspective and give us a greater appreciation for all they have gone through in light of their own calling and all that they're most probably going to have to go through in order to come back to Mashiach in these last days, to come to Christ. After all, they still need to believe in Yeshua to be saved. In Paul's words, and this relates to us today, to, with the mercy that we have received, that we would release that mercy back to them. How then can they call on the one that they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? This is the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 10, the 14th verse, really laying down an outline, encouraging us to bring the gospel back to the Jewish people. Beloved, our connection to Israel in these days is not just about blessing her. Praying for the peace of Jerusalem is praying for everything that is uh, needs to take place so that the Lord can return to us. We ultimately know that peace will never be here in its fullness until Yeshua returns to the earth. So shouldn't this be our burden now? And how come this so little evangelism and lifestyle witness to the Jewish people. Listen, we can't bring the gospel back to the Jewish people the way that we would necessarily to the people in the world. We need to love them. There are two ways to reach the Jewish people. The first is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Signs and wonders can cut straight to the heart. Just think of how Yeshua ministered to the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. But 
mostly best way to reach Jewish people is what I call lifestyle Jewish evangelism. What what would it take if if the Christian world took hold of one Jewish person, one family, and just love them, serve them, got up close to them? What would it take after a while for them to see, to be drawn to jealousy because of our relationship with God? us living in their covenant, yet we're connecting to the Father and they're disconnected. And you see, the closer we get up to Jewish people and live uh, and learn how to bring the gospel back to them. And you could, uh, um, in the in my second book, The Ezekiel Generation, there's a great chapter on the adjustments and the tweaks that we need to make to help bring the gospel back to the Jewish people without... Uh, by by reducing some of the barriers, we're not going to reduce all of them. Uh, and I talk about these heavenly windows and doors that will open ultimately as you build trust and love. What happens is suddenly they'll ask a question and the door will open for a minute or two, maybe five or ten, and you're able to to share the Word of God, to share your experience. And then you'll sense the window closing. But then we pray that those seeds get watered. And we, in the back room, in our knees for, for that Jewish person or that Jewish family, we, we hold on to them in the spirit, bringing them before the Lord, hearing the barriers, the atheism, the agnosticism, the various things that they're in that need to be kind of brought down in order for them to come close to Messiah. Um, but Lord, but beloved, we have a job to do. And uh, um, in these last days, it's not just about blessing Israel. It's about loving them and getting up close and at the right time, being able to share the gospel. If we keep our mouths shut, beloved Jewish people that are broken off branches, that die without Christ, suffer the same rejection that anybody else in the world would. So would you pray and ask the Lord to soften your heart and to give you a change of heart? And there are some wonderful videos you can watch uh, uh, on the Romans 911 website. Great teachings that will help you uh, that expose the way the enemy has sowed negative influences into the Gentile side of the family that get broken off to bring you into a much greater, freer place, a place of liberty to be able to express that love and express um, Yeshua to them as the Holy Spirit would lead you. So um, until next time, um, we will be discussing uh, the next path. Remember, we've spoken about path one and two already in Romans uh, chapter 11 that are preceded by questions that Paul asks. And now we're going to look at the third path and the third question next time we meet. So until that time, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, 
please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.